We don't have an intro on this show. Nope. Never going to have one. As longtime listeners may know, uh, we also didn't test the mic levels. So no. They're, um, just make it consistent. Stop. I see your hand hovering. Uh, I see it. Uh, Stop. Uh, just make uh, it consistent. Okay. People can deal with consistency. I hope so. Uh, and what I wanted to say was, uh, I, here's a radical theory for you. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. We should take everybody's guns away. Uh-huh. And give it to threaten people who actually need who, guns. Who are in danger. So only people who yeah. need guns get guns. And that does not include the police. So let's right. give trans people guns. Right. Here you go. Right. Here's your lipstick. Here's a gun. Whoa. That's what I say. Whoa. Well, I'm oversimplifying, but yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, for the for the sake of comedy. But uh, that's what I think. Okay. Because, uh, you know... It, it's more sad that it's in real life, but it, the way it touches me mostly is when I'm watching uh, media and there's a trans character, and I know that trans character is going to be dead or in the hospital by the end of the thing, and I don't want them to stop doing that because that is all too real in the real world. Right. But, well, I guess if we could solve two problems at once. Let's fix it in the real world, and then not every I don't have to worry for every trans character I see in a film or TV show. Right. Right. Let's arm them. <sighs> But only them. Right. You wouldn't mess with them, would no, you? No, I understand why, why, I understand why you're saying it. Right. I mean, I'm not... An, uh, Stay an, away, JK. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How much have we poured into her? That's why, that's why secret cap, I never liked anything. That's my secret. Uh, are you saying anything, anything? Yeah. Or you just don't, never really liked Harry Potter? Because I know that. Yeah, true. remember the first uh, Martha Jones uh, season of uh, Doctor Who? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, oh, you got to read the seventh book. Oh, I cried. So like, yeah, let's double down on that. And then they say uh, Expelliarmus no. at the end. That's how they finish the, the Carrionite spell. Oh, it's it's totally infiltrated throughout our, Doc- you know, our, Who videos? our culture. Who videos? No. Uh, throughout the doing. world culture. I, I mean, do Who videos. Okay. It's just like 80s. So like Daleks falling out of buildings to like uh, craft work or something like that. Sure. I'd watch that. I'm sorry. You were saying. I'm sure it was important. I, I'm just saying Harry Potter <laughs> is, is, is everywhere. It's in the zeitgeist of, of our, our culture. And I explain a lot, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'm entertained by my explaining, but I, you, I feel like you get really didactic. Throw a joke in there. They say that to everybody. Any public speaker, they I'm say. I'm not funny. <laughs> That's why they have to say it to a public speaker. Uh, throw a joke in there. Well, you teach me how to be funny, and then I'll throw a joke in there. This this is like coming to Pavarotti saying, Master, <laughs> teach me to sing. Uh, that's from Seinfeld. Um, uh, that's how I learned how to be funny. Okay. Uh, insofar as that worked out at all, because... Uh, that's my secret cap. I never liked Seinfeld either. What? Let's talk about the films we're talking about today. Yes. I lost the top one. We never know. You won. We're talking about my movie first. Yeah. That means you won. <laughs> I know. Yes. Because you picked the number and it was that number. So. No, it was. No. no. <laughs> I said the opposite of what it was, which meant that you got which to means go that you first. Win. No. That's not what that means. Whoever you're, goes first won. You're saying you're saying it's a privilege to go first. Yes. Even though neither of us want to go first. I don't have a problem with that. My going film first. was The Breakfast Club from nineteen eighty five. Yes. I've never seen The Breakfast Club. That's not true. I have seen The Breakfast Club, but mm-hmm. I've never kept cared about the Breakfast Club. Okay. I've never seen it. We all know this game. I've never seen it enough to know 
anything that happens in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was on at a party. That's your right. that's that's your line that I'm stealing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was definitely a period in my life where I was a nascent film fan, and I went to the video update in my hometown sure. and grabbed a bunch of movies whose titles I knew. Yep. Uh, or had a girl in a bikini on the cover. Wow. Uh, not that one. And uh, But it was also uh, eclipsing, being eclipsed by that time when I'd throw on a movie and maybe you're just going to suck face for the whole time. Mm, and okay. so it's hard to... All right. Yeah. Yeah. So That's why Mel Gibson's Hamlet, I rented it the night before, watched it all myself, then rented it the next night. That's a long one. You can suck face throughout the entire thing. Wow. I'm what happens in lot. The Breakfast Club? <laughs> <laughs> um... So uh, this is you literally can't stretch this one out forever because it is literally the premise is the entire movie and it's just a re- repetition of that premise forever. Yeah. So uh, there, there's five uh, teenagers get uh, detention on a Saturday. Um, um, slut, uh, uh, a, a zoomer. Uh, this is not accurate. Uh, <laughs> a guy from a bean towner. Uh, wow. I don't know. They're, they're all one of them very, doesn't shiv. They're all very different from each other, but they, they throughout their interactions with each other, they learn that they're nece- not necessarily as different as they thought, and they, they learn about each other, and they kind of become friends. John Hughes was only born in 1950. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he know slang? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like, know. It's, this, it's like the gag me with a spoon. Like, what, didn't that just come from, like, Valley Girl? Like, nobody ever actually said gag me with a spoon, right? Yeah, probably I always not. Feel like his, but I feel like that went, worked into this my teenage This Ferris Bueller twinks, wastoids. He's a righteous dude. Yeah. Like, it, I don't... It's always like, all right, Frank Miller, just calm down. Did you finish? Wow. <laughs> Look, I told you, there is... There's I no, think I finished. There's no plot. There's Why only, are you asking me if I finished? Because I wasn't listening. There, There's there's no plot. There's only a premise. So, we got they, it. They have, they have detention together. There's one teacher who's watching them, and these, he's kind of a jerk. And These yes. bad boys and girls... Oh, no. Save it. Uh, this is If we wanted to, we could... This is the most cancelable or uh, demonetizable show we've ever done. There's a lot of uh, popular music connected to these two films that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, how much could we sing before they're on to us? I, I don't know. The robot. I, guess it, I guess it depends. What if we're like, really bad and the robot's just like... I can't recognize it. I feel pity. Yeah. I am not programmed to, but I and have developed... And then I would say, don't you pity. forget about Whoa. me. She's a bass. <laughs> uh, they... Um, they so okay all right uh, I didn't uh, it's fine I don't love it yeah um, there's a, there yeah. is something about how remember like we've we've talked about this I've blown your mind with this a couple times mm. and it isn't the eighties the eighties is just like a, a reexamination a new Coke version of it but remember like teenagers have only existed you know for maybe. 30 years at this point. Yeah, I think you've mentioned that before. And uh, and teenage-ism as a movement has gone through, you know, evolutions. And so this is the real self-conscious phase, ironically. Mm -hmm. This is the self-conscious phase of Mm teenage-ism. And so they've got like, don't you forget about me, which I guess is what they could afford. But it starts with a Bowie quote from Changes. And it's like, oh, Changes wasn't groovy enough for you? You couldn't afford Changes? Mm-hmm. Is that the problem? Maybe. Like, why start with the Bowie quote 
but I guess we couldn't because get Because they're breaking it like glass. Yeah, and then it breaks because they've got attitude. Yeah. They're going to detention too extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Too extreme for Bowie. We ain't no Neo Maxi Zoom dweebies. <laughs> We're cool kids. Yeah. In this wealthy Chicago neighborhood. Right. That's like suburbs, upper middle class, yeah. like all John Hughes stuff. Um so anyway, uh, what fascinates me about this movie is um, that wh- where I think it really succeeds, and it clearly was a – I don't remember. We don't do any trivia, so I don't know. But I th- it was clearly designed to be like a play. Mm. There are a couple like set pieces where they maybe spend a little money, use another camera. But I don't know if they didn't have a lot of money or if it was just the idea that he had, you know, five five weirds, a, a loser, a t- t- waste story. What do they say? A princess, a criminal, a, a jockey guy. A, a yeah, what are the... Uh, ner- nerdazoid. God, what is A head case, a basket, basket case. A basket case, yeah. yeah. So anyway, right. yeah, just get like, you know, five teenagers in search of a plot, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think it works. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons it works is, for the most part, they um, – and I think this is probably down to the actors more than anything else, but they um, they have their own voices. I think they are distinct. Yep. Um, and they are not um, – they, it all leads up – what makes it all work is the confession scene, you know, at the end. Oh, my God. Oh, don't yes. – it's not – yeah, but like – at which I um, – I think that they are, were all improvised, right? That's that's a piece of trivia I heard oh, somewhere one time. I don't know. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Because um, of the, <laughs> the ceramic elephant one. Um, but anyway, um, and it works because of that. I think the pacing is 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 really what makes it work. Um, a lot of the jokes really aren't that funny. Um, but, you know, it, it, you could sell it like it's not supposed to be like a rollicking. No. Uh, con- this isn't a, a, a Ferris Bueller here. Right. Um but I mean, what if it was funny? <laughs> you know, like what, you know right. what, what if it was funnier? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Um, so I was trying to think, like, as we were sitting down to do this, like, what my favorite John Hughes movie is. And I don't know that I have a really Home good Alone. answer. Home Alone. Um, no, I, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. But Home Alone wow. is, a, is a close second. Because uh, Home Alone is just, it's a good It fl- is a good flick. movie. Yeah. Um, probably... Uh, Say Anything or Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, I think I like Pretty in Pink better than 16 Candles, but I it's been a while. Um, I I like this movie okay, I um, but I think where it sticks out is what you just said, that, that confession scene. Um, you know, I mean, you, you have... We, we've seen this, like, a lot, right? And I don't know when this started. Like, we have a teen movie, and, and they're, they're all different, right? But yet somehow they come to get to know each other. And they... But they're all, you know, they're all special. Right. And they're all, look, we had a misunderstanding, you know, but we're, we're kind of the same. Right. And I'm not saying that, like, except for one, was one kid going to shoot the school up? I, that was unclear. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Or maybe not. Uh, but what I like is that that part is shot through with existential angst because they don't yes. have an, they don't have an answer to, you know, do we have to become our parents? And I think right. we've the window has closed on Breakfast Club too at this point. I think they're all a little too old, but yeah. Um, but they can reflect on that. Um, and there isn't an answer. It keeps that. I think a, a worse movie, um, if I can speak for you, uh, would just. Well, I'll, I have make... more to say. But... Okay. Well, then I'll finish this part. Uh, would make them all just special little snowflakes with talents, and this doesn't. And that's all part of the whole. 
you know, wasted generation, you know, we're young, loves a battlefield or, you know, whatever song you want to put in there. Like, right. it's like, we don't have to be, we don't have to live up to the people that won World War II. Right. <laughs> well, and, and I think, you know, when uh, Brian, uh, who, um, Brian, Michael, Brian. Michael, is it Michael, Michael Hall? Who cares? Okay. The nerd. I mean, yes, the nerd asks what happens on Monday? Like, are we going to still be friends? I think that's a really important part of that scene too, because Molly Ringwald is like, well, no, I don't think we are. And she's a little sad about that too, but she's like trying to be honest about it. And like Bender like calls her on it and is like, that's really mean. That's like really rude. <laughs> yeah. And everybody no, no. is like, but, but everybody kind of agrees. The script is, is well put together in that way. in that it isn't like they just go around the circle and everybody says, Here's what I'm most afraid of. Here's why I'm here today. Like it all no. comes out kind of pell-mell. And her big thing is because she's this kind of uniting force for them up to that point. Um, but her biggest hurdle is, you know, my status and my po- popularity right. is based on excluding you. So, right. And they don't say that out loud for the most part. And I think that that really works. But then Judd Nelson steamrolls the entire thing with his overacting. Let's talk about Judd Nelson. <laughs> okay. I think the first half of this movie, for sure, relies a lot on the magnetism of Bender and Judd Nelson as a performer, which. Yeah. I don't like Bender. I bet this be knocked honest. him out then. But yeah. this this character is played out. They don't even do this character anymore, really, in high school things now because that character's dead. Maybe Bender killed it. I don't know. But it just doesn't work. And is he in brownface? What? He's just kind of really? like got a good tan, right? Yeah, I didn't get that he was in brown face. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I'm he's, wrong. It just seems like he's got a lot of foundation okay. and some of the coating of the clothes, and I don't really know. But he's just we get it. He's a he's a he's a the kind of burnout stoner that was, um, you know, of that time. Right. Um, the kind of stereotype that Bill and Ted uh, uh, bucked, which was why they're such good characters. Right. Um. But he just like. But Bill and Ted are like so, nice. <laughs> he takes over the entire. He's the whole first. That's what I'm saying. He's ta- he's the whole first half of the movie is all him. He's clearly the Hamlet here. Like this mm-hmm. is all about him. Mm-hmm. And then that finally goes away, and the movie gets a lot better. I think. Yes, I um, agree. And, but is he doing a one man show? Is this? Here's my question: yeah. Is all of the, his stuff? Is he not even in detention? Is he just like? An artist who just showed up. He's just he's doing like, a soliloquy. I'm doing a, a nine-hour, one-man show. Yeah. He's just a frustrated artist who's like right. workshopping material or something like that. Right. Right. <laughs> what is... um? What is? Because he's the... a real talent, if that's true. Right. <gasps> no! They all get together at the end. He I pushes know. him a little far. Yeah. But it's this is a goodwill hunting situation. He is a counselor with a uh, a non-standard therapy technique. That's why he's the only one who's like 30. <laughs> the rest of them are all teenagers. <laughs> I um I remember the first couple times watching this, I never understood why Molly Ringwald was attracted to him. Or why I mean, she liked him. It still doesn't make sense. It still doesn't make sense. No. I was looking for it more No, closely. Monday she will not acknowledge him. Right. I was looking <laughs> She'll for... want that earring back. Right. I was looking for it more closely this time around. And there are little hints where she kind of like smiles at him. Like right, maybe she real... kind of thinks that like, oh, Weak. this bad boy is kind of hot nah. or something well, like that. Well, I mean, that. that's of course but... that's what it's supposed to be. But they're just But kinda... why? He's such a jerk. Yeah. 
Why? Well, anyway, I want to do a one-man show of Breakfast Club. Okay. I do all the characters. You do all the characters? And it's You'll a do all the dancing show. by yourself? That's going to be tough. Yeah. But I'm ready for the challenge. You're going to get high and laugh at your own jokes. Um, do you like it when, uh, is he assistant principal or who, what is he? I don't know. Because he doesn't have, that. he's insecure. He doesn't have that much authority, right? right. But anyway, Vernon, you like yes. when Vernon just just literally ab- abuses a child? No. When he's just going off on Pinter and he's basically no, trying to start a No, I did not like that. I... Am I supposed to like feel for that character too? Because later I on, so. he and the janitor are hanging out and it's like, And they're drinking hey, man, beers. Yeah. Hey, parents, you're watching this with your kids, you know? Right. Give them some slack. Hey, parents, these you want to you punch your kids in the face sometimes? He turns to the camera. Yeah. These children that you spit on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> change, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I, 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 uh, that guy, he's still alive, isn't he? And yes. like the only thing he ever did that anybody ever remembers is this. So like he's... I think he does like Rocky Horror Nights with it and stuff. And he's oh, a, he's a real booster. Okay, well... For the film, but... I just don't. Fine, but like, yeah, like you said, when that happened, I'm like, "What is this? I don't want this." Yeah, I mean, and when... he could be kind of a jerk, yeah. and be mean and stuff like that, but not abusive. They would just call the cops now. Yeah, <laughs> just, the police would have come five times uh, during the course of this film. Um, I think I did see this on TV, and the getting high scene was edited out. <laughs> I think okay. they just cut all the explicit them, you know, smoking. Uh-huh. Reefer drugs. And Emilio Estefan's coming out And then just for some reason, I mean, he's just freaking out and like dancing. Oh, right. And uh, just suddenly, Anthony Michael Hall is, is real cool. He's got shades on. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall, yeah. yeah. Um, so one of my uh, most vivid memories involving this is <laughs> when I was in high school, um, my English teacher, I think it was like my, my sophomore year. She was a child of the 80s. Like she was a teenager in the 80s when like this came out. And is she single? Stop. Um, and uh, she like we had to watch something for class. I can't remember what it was. So she had the TV VCR. Um, are, what am I not talking into the mic? <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, okay, subtle. Sorry. Uh, she had the TV VCR all, all set up, and she she like pushed play, and she had the um the big dancing where they're all dancing together all for at the breakfast club all revved up ready to go and she just played that and just kind of watched our reactions and then like she like stopped it at the end of it and she was talking about how much she loved it and then we watched whatever oh. we were supposed oh it was to positive okay yeah was, okay i thought she was gonna be like seems pretty fun doesn't it oh no 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 she was just like i love this movie turns okay a, now we'll watch what we need to watch turns the chair around <laughs> Right, listen up. No, no, it was just a fun little thing for I'm my Captain English Monterey Jack. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, did you? It's I don't know. I want to talk about the, the the idea that some of it is improvised. I, don't, I mean, when you've got like Steve Martin and John Candy, go nuts. Yeah. But it's you know letting five, well, four teenage actors and and one guy who's. Uh, why well, have Got one a job guy to get back who's to. like... I don't know how old he was. He just looks significantly older than the rest of them. Uh, handing your movie over to them. I mean, I'm, you can, I mean, you can just say, cut. No, we're not doing that. Here's a script page. But I think that was like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to worry about <laughs> it, all, it all working. Because like the emotional, the emotional uh, payoff, climax of the movie begins with a guy asking... <laughs> what... You know, my dad's like, 
yeah, why why isn't my kid taping people's butts together? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's just like what, what what the things that they choose, I guess, don't matter if if it's if the honesty is there. Yeah. But when you're gonna move on into the scene, somebody might reach back and use some of your butt taping to get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. If you've ever done like a group improv, right? And uh, but it, I mean, like I said, it's a Hollywood movie. You can you can massage whatever you want, but. I don't know. That's once Bender stopped performing and doing bad like uh, cosplay of like an '80s burnout, and they started to get like real about stuff. Like that, I was like, okay, I'm into the movie now. Yeah. And I then agree. once I got in, the second I was in, it's over. I know, right? It, it just kind of ends. I mean, I guess how could, you're not going to show him at school the next day. I know. You almost kind of wish because you want to. You kind of want to see. Well, are they going to say hi to each other? Are they going to? But, yeah, but, but I mean, it's, but that, why? Why would you? Yeah, it's over. Yeah, um, I'm out of things to say. Oh well, <laughs> I wanted to ask because you said I should ask this on the air. Why doesn't Emilio Estevez act anymore? I didn't. Say, first of all, don't don't say that I told you to say things <laughs> off the air. Well, I asked you and you didn't answer my question, so I'm I'm looking for an answer now. I, I, except if it's like, um, you know, you're queuing me up for a big compliment or something like that. Um, or to talk about my other podcasts. Uh, I don't know. Um, he, uh, it's funny because, okay, so he, you know, was a huge star. Yeah. Um, in the 90s. Um, and, you know, he did okay in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then he started to get into like, um, he like directed a movie or two. Okay. Um, and then he just sort of, you know, just sort of stopped. Okay. And I th- somebody interviewed him once and I think he was like, because he was, I, I don't know, he they must have caught him at the supermarket or something. Mm. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm a shy person and I don't, mm. and to do this, you have to sort of seek that out. And, he, you know, he's a sheen. I know. Uh, plus, he was a famous, successful movie star. I read a thing that was like, and maybe this has changed now, thanks to Ryan Gosling or somebody, but mm. for a while there, he was like the highest, I don't know what you call it, but like he was the actor who got the highest returns based on okay. um, expenditures on films. Like, you put Emilio Estes in something in the 90s, you're going to make a lot of money. Right. And you're not going to fail unless it's free jack. Uh-huh. But we'll give him that one. And, of course, it has, you know, of course, when you quit early, you know, <laughs> yeah, Lou, Ger- Lou Gehrig was, <laughs> had great all-time stats. Okay. But, uh, you know, all he right. didn't have declining years. Right. Um, so it was that, you know, he was married to Paul Abdul for, like, two whirlwind years. And I think that really, for <laughs> a shy person, that really turned his life upside down. And so... I know he's just chilling. Plus, you got a brother who's catching everything. He's catching all the bad press. Yep. Why not just, you know, just sit on your investments and just have a good life? Yeah, I guess. I'd never really seen this before in like Young Guns or whatever. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but it really looks like his dad in this movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, he does. And it made me like I really saw it in the scene uh, where he got wasted and punched a mirror too when he was talking about. Uh, <laughs> Taping people's butts. Well, he did shatter the glass in the... That's true. (laughs) So there was that. That's true. (laughs) So yeah, like Judd Nelson, another star that kind of burned out. (laughs) He's still around somewhere, but uh, just really going for it. Uh, I'm sure that's what he was directed to do. I just think it's a little much. But then again, this is the 80s. Now it's, you have to, you're Edward, you don't say anything. Oh, he doesn't. God doesn't say anything. He's so mysterious. Mm-hmm. But back then it was like, yeah, hey, what's going on? Right. I know. Um, I really liked um, 
what's her name? Allison Sheedy's character. Allison, she, ooh, Allison to to her mother, Allie to to uh, the rest of us. Oh, sorry, Allie Sheedy's um, uh, I guess. character. I, I, I guess. thought she had some really funny things. I think um, Cameron Crowe probably watched this movie and was like, oh, <laughs> oh I was so close. Why do you say that? I could have put that girl in, uh, well, I mean, she was in uh, Fast Times. Was she? Wait. I don't know. Who's in Fast Times? No, maybe Alice Sheedy was in Fast Times. But that's just, I don't know. It's like a proto, you know, manic pixie dream girl type character. Especially when she gets the, I she's guess. all that makeover at the end. Yeah. She's I didn't pretty really now. appreciate that. Therefore, part. she has value. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't appreciate that because I feel like her and uh, Emilio's character like had a connection a little bit a little earlier on when she was talking about well dress him up her, her parents dress her up for the jock and stuff like that yeah I know right and then like you put makeup on and her have and a like, ceremony and like like you said where'd she get that blouse and, and then where eat did, him where did that headband come from and I then guess. like yeah anyways that was a little much but um it's okay. <laughs> I don't okay. See, we've maybe, got we've maybe got I don't, a... maybe I don't really like a lot of I don't like a lot of movies where it's Go like off. they all I, I have nothing end, left to say. They so all just end up to each, with each other. Do another five end, minutes. You know, it's like it's annoying. And then of course nobody ends up with a nerd. What the hell? You he know, I know he's I know an there's... athlete. He doesn't have time for to date. Yeah, whatever. Plus, he's got a school shooting uh, scheduled for. I don't understand what they were trying to say. <laughs> like what they were. Trying he was going to gonna say... kill himself because he had an F. At school? Yeah, I know. That's weird. Also, you know, you want to talk about privilege? Hmm. The kid brought a gun to school, which went off in his locker. And he just got detention. And he got de- one day of one detention. One day of detention. A weekend detention. Yeah, yeah, right. But he didn't get, like, expelled or <clears throat> anything like that. Yeah, no. Right. Now, compare bringing a gun to school to a hundred butts taped together. Yeah, right. Exactly. Not What's quite the What's the exchange same rate there? Thing. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> Anyway, okay. ultimately, zero out of ten. No breakfast. No breakfast? Oh, yeah, you're, you're right. Why is it called the Breakfast Club? Because that's what Anthony uh, Michael Hall, what Brian calls themselves at the end. After he, like, That's gives a dumb them thing all, to call them. After he gives them all horrible nicknames and calls them criminals in basket cases. So I hope they had a say in all that, but. What if they ate breakfast? Would the movie's title make sense? Yeah, I know, right? They have them eat lunch. But yeah, they should be called the Lunch Club. Yeah, right. They should be called the Olive Loaf Club oh, or whatever. Gross. They don't carry that at Cub. I, I always look I am, every time I go. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> you can have all of it. Look, how many years has it been since you've eaten a bologna uh, sandwich or just eaten bologna? Um, probably not since like second grade when i that's a long time so like it was like baloney has, has come leaps and bounds since then i can't eat it anymore <laughs> but i'm just saying if you're gonna if you're gonna eat baloney anyway to scratch that baloney itch why not throw some pimentos or green olives in there too gross um you I... eat Braunsch- i've seen you eat braunschweiger that's like baloney on steroids whatever not the same thing I I had a bologna <laughs> sandwich for like first and second grade every single I day, you. and I could not. I just couldn't. One day I just couldn't eat it anymore. I just I'm <laughs> just were... like I am all bologna. If you were out. A, you were a, yeah you were a video game character, and that pinkish bar was yes. full. Yes, my entire body is bologna now. I think I'm done. So, yes. That explains your um, 
your beautiful complexion. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie that you chose to talk about. What was it? Yeah, uh, I chose Bad Boys. Da, 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 da. Bad yeah. Boys, Bad Boys. What, what you gonna do? Peter's like, it's not worth it. <laughs> it isn't I got nothing. worth it. Unlike yeah. Lowry. Uh, it came out in 1995. Yes. It is an early Michael Bay film, one of the earliest. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like looking at his career to figure out which one. It's his first movie. Oh, okay. I just looked. Really? Produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. And you're like, who's Don Simpson? Oh, oh no. What? A lightning bolt hits a tree and we'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Don Simpson was Jerry Bruckheimer's partner. And... Um, oh, I don't know if he did more coke than Jerry Bruckheimer or just had a, a weakness built in, but he passed away. And so now... When did he pass away? Oh, it was a while ago. Not too long after this. I think The Rock was the first to use the, um, uh, the you know, because it's like they're, they're going on a highway and there's a lightning bolt or something. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And now the lightning bolt hits a tree and it's that's Don Simpson's legacy, that tree, that lightning struck tree. Because I know... Jerry, I know Jerry like Bruckheimer. He's, he's 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 produced so much. All of Michael Bay's films. So okay, um, this is a this seems like a huge production film for it to be your first major film to direct. It's only nineteen million. Wow. That look. Okay. That's Michael Bay spent years making however much the milk board wanted to give him mm-hmm. look like. More than that. I was going to say, maybe they gave him a million. <laughs> It'd be bad if they right. gave you two million. I'm going to make it look maybe a million bucks. Yeah. Aim higher. Yeah, uh, right. Making you know, a commercial look like a movie. So he is good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times uh, it helps when you can't get a good look at anything because the camera's cutting around so fast. But we'll talk about it. Uh, sure, I'll tell you what happens in Bad yeah, Boys. Yeah, tell us what happens in we Bad Boys. We open in Miami. We know because a plane flies over a sign that says Miami. Yeah. And uh, Marcus Burnett and Mike Lowry are, they happen to be black. Uh, they are vice detectives, or they're a narcotics detectives. Excuse me. That's, I'm thinking of a different Miami voice. Um, <laughs> and they are working uh, the police district. Uh, the police district is hit by criminals, led by a French master criminal named Fouché, who mm-hmm. steal this huge drug bust that they did, like two pallets of heroin. Right. And they've got to get the drugs back in 72 hours, or Marge Helgenberger from IA is going to shut them down. Mm-hmm. And so they got to do that, and they have to find the lead. Uh, well, luckily, not luckily for her, uh, Mike's friend Max, who is a high-class prostitute, goes yeah. to a party that uh, Eddie Dominguez, that, I've got a lot of details. You do. Uh, a lot who, of is, names. who is an ex-cop and was the inside man on the job, invites her, or hires her, I guess. Yeah. She brings her friend because that happens. Sometimes call girls bring their friends along. Her roommate. And tell them that they're, it's just a party. Yeah. Uh, that's, that character is played by Taya Leone. Her name, Julie, his name is Julie. Uh, Max is killed by Fouché when he comes to break up the party. Julie escapes by jumping into a pool in a pretty cool shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, she contacts the police station uh, for reasons that don't really matter because this is a, partially a farce as well as an action movie. Yep. Mike Lowry is out of the station and little uh, little Martin Lawrence has to pretend to be Will Smith. Yep. And so throughout the movie... He is protecting her. She won't go to the the cops because an inside cop was, you know, there right. there when Max was killed. And so they have to fool her that they're they are each other mm-hmm. all while tracking down the criminals in the case and trying right. to get the drugs back and blowing up just about everything in Miami. Yes. What you gonna do? <laughs> I never even saw Bad Boys for Life. Mostly because 
2020. Oh, but, yeah, the new one? Yeah. Yeah. It's I one know. of the highest grossing films of the year just because it came out, you know, before. It came out on January 17th, so I was I was watching a different movie and that movie was my entire life and mm. and visits from my ancestors as I hovered yeah, between I this world and the next. Yes, you were uh, very sick. So I didn't get to see Bad Boys yeah. <laughs> for life. I have seen Bad Boys 2. Not good. Really? People, some people, people like Bad Boys too. They do, yeah. But it's not. It's not the not the same. Level. Okay, but think about it. you watch this and you go, "This is a Michael Bay film." Yeah, like right. th- some of these jokes like are funny and things are a actually lot of the tracking. Jokes were funny. Yeah, and and then like Bad Boys Two is just a Michael Bay film. Oh, oh it's just a lot of explosions, and tits stuff. and explosions, and they wrecked like a thirty cars, and okay, it ends with them invading Cuba. Okay. There's a new character. I think it's Mike's sister, um, and I don't. I can't remember what she does. Maybe she's a cop or wants to be a cop. I don't know. And the bad guys are like Cuban drug lords, and they kidnap her to to escape. You know, so the so the bad boys can't get them, and they go to the guy's villa in Cuba. So instead of you know calling the U.S. government right. and the ambassador to Cuba, well, we don't have one. Uh, anyway, just starting an international incident. Uh, they start an international incident. Yeah. And they go to their, you know, the, there's two cops that are kind of the, the Hispanic cops in this movie, but I think they're different actors and different characters. Okay. And go, same thing, the shit will get you killed. And they're like, let's do it. Right. And they all strap up and like fly a helicopter to Cuba and like blow up a giant drug lord's mansion. Wow. I know I, I'm making it sound awesome, but. You, you kind of are. It, but... you, there's, it's hard to get invested because you just there's never any real stakes. They're just never going to die. I mean, there, okay, so there is more to this than I, I was expecting. I mean, I know, like, obviously both um, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are are, are are funny and stuff like that. But I guess I wasn't necessarily, <laughs> like, I wasn't, I, this was more of a comedy than I was expecting. Yeah. You know, I mean, I kind of figured there would be jokes in it, but it's more a comedy bent than I was expecting. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I, I really enjoyed Martin Lawrence trying to pretend he was Will Smith. And and it just kept getting. Uh, more... He was trying to pretend he was Mike Lowry. Yes, and then I realized something just recently. Um, I believe so. Uh, you know, Lowry's seasoning salt. I'm pretty sure that you say it like Lowry's seasoning salt, and it's pretty sure you say it that way because of how. Oh, oh, he you're talking says, about me. Yes, the way I say Lowry's yes. seasoning salt. Yes, yes, is because of it's because Mike, of bad boys. Mike Lowry. Yes, that's why I say it that way. <laughs> So uh, when I make my own Lowry's seasoning sauce, you can make your own. Yeah, right. I'm not telling you the recipe, though. (laughs) That's fine. Um, I I love that it uh, Wikipedia says that it um, gained a cult following. And I'm like, this made one hundred and forty one million dollars on a twenty million dollar budget. So maybe that's, I guess, a a modest success. Uh I don't know where it ranked in the year. Right. But that's. That's a pretty – that's good. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily just call it cult. I yeah. guess for Will Smith – maybe it's not Will Smith money. Maybe. Right? I don't know what they're trying to say about that. Because it came out in the summer and – well, actually, it came out like early summer, um, in April or May. I remember because I, <laughs> I remember going to it mm-hmm. many times. Because mm-hmm. um, there's, there's less movies back then. Mm-hmm. So I was in college. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was like spring. So like classes are mostly done. It's just finals. And my um, roommate and I, my roommate was a big, was a big gun guy, but he was also a big action movie guy. Mm-hmm. And so it's those heady days of just, 
you know, it's like a Thursday. It's like 6, 15 p.m. Mm-hmm. You don't have any homework. And you're like, we're going to see Bad Boys? Yeah, sure. So right. I saw it like 10 times. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It, like, it, clearly it was successful. It spawned a, a sequel. It was for Will Smith, a chance for him to dirty up his image a little bit. You know, he's still, right. you don't think about him still trying to come down off of um, Fresh Prince. No. And he's doing, you know, Disney blockbusters. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, it's, he can say the F word and he can, you know, he's a badass and he's always shooting three pointers and stuff like that. I just thought of something. I think I saw on HBO Max today. I think it might be Will Smith's birthday today. It is. Yes. Yeah. So happy birthday. That's why we did this. Yeah. Right. We planned it. That's why we watched this movie six, six days ago. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Will Smith. Uh, yeah. But I mean, there. Yeah. Michael Bay likes Miami. Yeah, well, um, why, oh, oh, why, we, we just why? drop that. We just drop that and Sorry. let it lay. Sorry, for two I don't... reasons. One, Tony Montana's number one product. Uh huh. Right. I I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to slander Michael Bay by saying he's a big Coke user, but oh. whoop, there we go. Okay. Uh, and two, you know that dress. That dress that's just, you know, you know, like a tube top, like oh, a tube yeah. top material, yep. but yep. it's like a full body dress mm-hmm. like that. So those yep. two things. Yeah, those two things. Um, those are in high supply in Miami and also constant sunsets. <laughs> Every second of this movie, this 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 is a Doctor Who episode where the planet is trapped in an eternal sunset golden hour. Yeah. All right. Now talk. You, clearly you want to get something off your chest. I just want to say, I think the bit where she's like, she's like in Will Smith's apartment, but she thinks it's Martin Lawrence's apartment because he's Mike Lowry and like, um, (laughs) and then she, and she like is like asking, she keeps asking him questions because she's like really confused and she's trying to figure it out and nothing makes sense. She's like, who, who are, who are all these pictures of? And there's all these pictures framed of Will Smith yeah, <laughs> and it's just Will Smith and Martin Lawrence has to come up with a reason. And he's like, um, Oh, uh, it's, that's it's my partner. And he saved my life. Every time he saves my, saves my life, life I, I put a picture up of him. Go to his place. A million oh, pictures thing. of me. Yeah. <laughs> but he yeah. never like explained that to like Will Smith or like said like, Hey, so if she asked you, this is what's going on. So then, like, she's, like, talking to him about the wall and saying how impressive it is. And he's, like, really confused. Yeah. So you just get more comedy out of it. It's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then, like, she has these two dogs who are just horrible little dogs. And <laughs> this, just is, get this is a movie sick. about Taylioni. I know. Well. <laughs> well, to you, it is. Um, not just about Taylioni, obviously. Although, I guess. Also, gotta... Joey Pants. Wow. I I appreciate that like um that Will Smith and her don't get together at the end. You know, like they're both single and available but they don't get together at the end of this movie and I Right, cuz we can't that. have a black guy kiss a, a white woman. Oh, is that what it is? <sighs> well, well, I don't like that. Yeah. I, I just kind of brought me down. Killed the part. Lights yeah. on. Yeah. Party's over. Yeah. Get out. Um there are some pretty good uh, set pieces in this um, that are kind of ridiculous, but it's that kind of like when an 80s or a 90s action movie is clicking, 
it, you know, it just works. Mm-hmm. There's a formula, but also like it's like video games. Like there's a, what they call a gameplay loop and you have the player do something. It's usually 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And it's satisfying to do that. But it wouldn't be satisfying to do it over and over and over again. So you hide that the character or the player is basically doing the same thing over, over and over, and over again. again. Yeah. And good action movies do that. It is set up of tension, um, crack, break it with a joke, um, fists are flying or gunplay, probably another joke, resolution, and you do it all over and over again. Mm-hmm. In a movie like uh, Red Heat, <laughs> you're clearly just, oh, it's time for a joke, James. James Belushi's bad joke. Mm, right, right. Oh, right. here's a set piece that does. Although the bus jousting was good, though. Uh, but like, here's yeah. a set piece that doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Here's where James Belushi threatens to beat the crap out of a, a minority character or a woman or something like that. Right. It's like, wow, no. Yeah. But this is like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like they go, okay, we got to go to this club opening because we know the bad guys are going to be there. So they go to the club. It gives Michael Bay the opportunity to indulge in all the things that he wants to, which is lots of low angle shots of you know yep. them going into the club. Then like strobe lights, ladies dancing in those dresses that I described. Right. But then like Martin Lawrence is like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and he goes to the bathroom. Yeah. And do, and it's like, let's just get the movie going. The guy he's next to at, at the urinal or whatever is one of the guys, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So he's like, ah, Budweiser. <sighs> I feel like I had a million of them. And yeah. the guy's like, yeah, whatever. And then, like, tries to kill him. He's got a plastic bag over his head. Yes. And for some reason, there's a, a clear <laughs> – behind fish the bar, tank? there's a fish tank that yes. looks into the bathrooms? Yes. It is club hell, I guess. Yeah, that would be hell. Right. Uh, and so, and Will, but Will Smith is the ladies' man, so he's like, you know, messing with a lady at the bar. Yeah. And it isn't until Martin Lawrence gets, or I think he throws the bad guy through the thing, and yeah. then suddenly now they we're after the races. It. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we Will set Smith up at the beginning that yeah. the, the drug truck is outside, and one of the bad guys is going to, you know, Polly Walnuts or whatever is going to smoke. And he's like, don't smoke, it's full of ether. So the right. good guys, as they're leaving the club, take the ether truck. Now they're being chased by the bad guys. And they throw the ether out the back, shoot those, they blow up. It's like, it is a, it's a video game. Yeah, it is a video but game. But it's a, like a good level it, in a video it is. game. It's, it's really great. Um, <laughs> ether plays a, ether's like, just is fourth build in this movie. Well, like, once they set that up, this is ether, you see those canisters again, and then, like, you know what it is, and yeah. it's, like, the in, like, a video game, like, <laughs> our good yeah. guys see it, and they know what it is, and, and they're like, an well, antique, we'll just shoot it for it. There's an antique disused hangar uh, at <laughs> Miami Opa, where they're, yeah. they're going to do the final drug deal, you know? Right. So, like, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence call up their... Uh, Hispanic cop friends, and they're like, uh, "Right, this shit could get you killed." You know, this is real. My shit always works sometimes. And then right. they, you know, drive in there, and then you have a big shootout and everything, and everybody gets to do, play a part, do a role. You know, yes. She's got she's got the gun because they keep locking into the steering wheel, and then yeah. she's. I'm just gonna. I'll just do the whole movie. <laughs> I got a one man show. Yeah, well, but she like takes the car and she drives it into ether and she gets out of the car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, then she's gonna get shot, and then uh, Will Smith, you know, knocks her down, and they all end up in the in the production car right. at the end. Oh no! First, <laughs> first, the one rat faced little henchman has made it this entire time, and he climbs onto the plane, which is surrounded by ether for some reason. Yep. Martin Lawrence says, "You forgot your boarding pass." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Right? Blows him up. Yeah, it's pretty great. Right. And then, like, the main bad guy gets away in like this fancy car and they're chasing them and like and it ties back to the beginning because will smith is talking about all the things that he knows about cars or whatever and all the things the car can do so as they're chasing the guy they're like 
because he's in like an uh, an anti like a I don't really know cars enough to know, but like a you know antique know French either. Roadster or something yeah. like that. And they're in like a, a Lambo or whatever, or maybe it's a Ferrari. And he's like, "This is the fastest production car on the planet. You gotta catch him. You that, that's how you drive from now on." Because Marcus is driving at the end. Yes, you have to switch roles. And, and that was really great too because he's been giving Marcus crap the entire movie about how slow he drives. Yeah, and, the, and for some reason there's there's a co- concrete barrier with one slot in it yes. that's big enough for a sports car. Just one car. So instead of just this is why I know that this guy's a drug dealer that's killed a lot of people, but we'll get him at the ports. Do you know what I mean? Chasing yeah. him. You, you, Grand Theft Auto is set in Miami. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like how I many, know. when do the tanks show up? How many yeah. more people are going to die to chase this old French guy? Right. But yeah, they, they force him out and then he hits the thing and they're like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's how you drive. <laughs> and it's like, it's the, 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 it's, it's a cartoon, but it's, it, yet it's it's real because they are bad boys, they're cool and right. all shooting some b ball outside of the school, <laughs> but like they're they're, they're kind of surprised by what they're getting away with. That's why I don't like bad boys too, is because they're just supermen at that point. Like they're okay. they're like, oh, I can't believe that we we survived that. You know what I mean? And then there's some things like, you know, the French guy's trying to get away, and he's basically like, what, what's he gonna do? Well, but they still have to like sort of, yeah. Oh, you think oh shooting somebody in the leg from sixty yards? No, no, this is where it is, right here. I'm shooting you in the face. Right. And the guy's like, Oh Well and why would you do it? When they t- excuse me, there's a scene going on. And then Will Smith is like, No, I'm just sorry. <laughs> when they when they do the chase after um they uh, they're escaping the club and the bad guys are following them and that we have the first ether thing. Like, uh Martin Lawrence gets really pissed at Will Smith, like you literally killed like our the one lead we had, and he was like, "I'm not going down for this." And we never know if they get in trouble for that or not. Like as far as we know, they don't get in trouble, but they're on the news. They're getting recorded, and then like Martin Lawrence's kids see him, yeah, on the news, and it's... they're both like, "Mom!" And then like she comes running in the room, and then like she tracks him down and gets yes. mad at him. Yeah, I don't uh, know. It all works. Underused Teresa Randall, but yeah, uh, yeah but it's it's so weird. To there's I can I can't think of any other examples right now. I know there's a million of them, but it's like this is you know supposed to be like a Miami cop movie, mm-hmm. but let's merge it with like a Wildian farce where yeah, <laughs> where this guy has to pretend to be earnest and then like no no you know what it is Charlie's aunt that's what it is okay I don't know that <laughs> yeah don't worry about it uh where they have to like do this thing and then they also have to keep the fiction up so like now Mike is yes. staying with the kids right and and Martin yes, Lawrence yes. as we've established is frustrated sexually because yeah. he feels like he and his wife can't get enough time together because they've got three kids and then you have the you know this writes itself but he calls up the house yeah. and they're there's misconstrued as sexual dialogue yeah so then he goes to his own house to try yes. to break into his own house. Yes. But the bad guys have now figured out who he is. So the bad guys are staking out his house and the cops are there too. So they're like, who is this guy trying to break into this guy's house? But yeah. it is the guy. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that no other Michael Bay movie has even bothered to do anything close to that. No, absolutely. And not. the world be poorer for it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes, I do know. What you I mean, mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe Mark Wahlberg has a real great. I feel like he does. He definitely tries to put 
farcical stuff in his films, but it just breaks down to you know what I'm racial stereotypes of? and Shia LaBeouf going no 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 yeah you know what I'm like thinking that of is in that like, gif yeah the um I think it's the first Transformers me- movie that's the only where- one you've seen. I feel like I've seen more than that. Anyways, what is the plot of the second well, one? Well, you just let me tell my story. Dark I don't want to answer moon. your question right now. I, I want don't to even finish... know if it's Dark of the Moon. I'm just, I think I don't is. know. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but like Shia LaBeouf is trying to hide the Transformers at his house. Right. Now, just listen to how ridiculous that sounds. He's trying to hide the Transformers. He's trying to hide they robots. Literally transform who are into in disguise. things that we know and recognize on Earth, and then they transform into robots. So why are they trying to hide secretly in yes, the backyard? Yes, I also saw that YouTube video. Yes. yes. Anyways, <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Like That's like as farcical as he gets. He's like, ooh, isn't this funny? These big robots are trying to hide in this tiny backyard, and they're trying to be like statues and stuff like that. And it's like, <laughs> wow. Uh, well, the and guy the par- and the parents in those movies because they're they're just trying to be comedy, but they're not. They're not funny. I have also watched those YouTube videos, yeah, the well, same ones you have. Anyways, um, it was written by uh, the guy that wrote Die Hard Two. I don't think not, I've not funny. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think I've seen any of the other Die Hard movies. I think Money I've Train, the original Die Hard. Is, you know, actually, you know what? Money Train, I think, does in some ways resemble this. Because it's another buddy cop. I can't remember if they're cops or not, but they're trying to rob a train. But anyway, but it's, okay. you know, and it's probably like, it's a lot of like, oh my God, what, what are we going to get ourselves into? Right. Okay. We got 10 minutes left. Oh, <laughs> I do mean, we look, really? I love this movie. I've seen it a million times, but like, I can't think of anything else to say about it. How do we have 10 minutes left? Unless you want to do a staged reading uh. of the scene <laughs> in which Julie goes to see the madam uh, right before she's killed with a sledgehammer. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> the misogyny right. goes beyond just putting women in. There's that one girl that has the uh, a peekaboo window. She's wearing like a top, mm-hmm. a blouse. Yeah. And the tail end of the blouse just covers her panties, I guess. Uh, wow. Okay. This is this is the, 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 the opening scene where they're, oh, <clears throat> they're oh, driving yes. Mike's car. Yes, okay. And apparently they're being um, tailed by car thieves. Yes. Because <laughs> this is a <coughs> really nice car, mm-hmm. and that's that's where the guy, um, character actor, can't remember his name, but he's in a lot of stuff. It, you know, he's like Will Smith's like you're jacking a couple of cops right now. Right. This guy's like, oh well, well I'm a stand up comedian and I suck. Yeah, that's why right. I need your car? Right, right, right. <laughs> I know that was great. <laughs> that's so you can't improv. I mean, you guess you can improv that, but that's at this point in his career, Michael Bay was working with. Comedy writers who wrote on scripts. Yes. In the future, that won't be true. Right. Well, some of the things that Alice Kurtzman writes are laughable. I don't know if he's a comedy guy. Yeah, I wouldn't call him comedy Look, this ain't the Star Trek show. I can say whatever I want on this show. I know. Um, I I did like how they were able to kind of, like, turn that around on the criminals, though. Like, they were able to, like, take control of that situation and be like, you're not. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, right. Passenger 57. Right, right. It's so. one of them jokes, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, it's just designed to make them look as good as possible, but then also undercut it by having funny misunderstandings happen to them. Mm-hmm. Not Mark Wahlberg swinging a sword and shooting things and then 
later on yelling at some, actually later on for 90% of the movie yelling at people because he's frustrated Right. And probably as probably funny. off camera has refused to look stupid in these scenes. Uh-huh. Right. Like both these stars were willing to like, yeah, we'll look dumb. Fine. Because later on, we're going to be dumb joke, bitch. Like, <laughs> they're going to get their moments. Well, right. And I think you when we were watching it, you were commenting, too, about how vulnerability, the key to any action movie. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, um, key to comedy for sure. Um, at least part of it. Uh, Tell that to Bender. Don't don't even start. <laughs> I don't even think Bender's that funny. Um, but when the the, the criminals are taking um, the drugs out of the police station, they've got this apparatus. Um, I don't even know what it's called, but it's some hydraulic thing, and they're like they're moving the drugs up to their getaway truck on it, and then each individual criminal rides up on it too. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty neat way to do it. Like you were, you were talking about how it's smart and it is really smart. Um, I guess one thing I wasn't expecting is like, so it starts out and they're in the car, like before they're starting to do the heist and there's a guy in the police uniform and they're like talking to him and they're like, well, what, what's your, what are your, what's your role? He's like, I'm the decoy, blah, blah, blah. And then like the main guy like shoots him and like everybody else is like, like what just happened? And it's like, not really. You don't think so? No, we don't get any reaction shots. The point is, is that they, they do that heist, which is the setup for the film. And you could, I mean, you have to show something. It's, it's cool. It's a spectacle. It's an action movie, but you could just start it with, we're in a lot of trouble. That's I bet you want to know how I got here. Right, exactly. Picking French fries out of my friend's car. See, we were cops. Blah, blah, blah. But instead, like, they take, I don't know how long it is, let's say six, seven minutes, and do an entire drug heist. Mm-hmm. Like, these could be the heroes of the movie. You know what I mean? Sure, yes. In, in six or seven minutes, and it's, there is, there is no air in it at all. It is, like, flawless. It is every bit of his, like, commercial training mm-hmm. just doing this thing. And so you got a, what is it? Big van. Full of guys with guns. Yeah. You know, they have facial hair, so they're not cops, right? Bad guys. And then there's that. There's the one guy, and it's like, eh, I'm a decoy. How do I look? Yeah, you look pretty good. Blam. Blam. Yeah. Then immediately we figure out, like, oh, he's, you know, you shoot a quote-unquote cop, and all the cops go nuts and, like, mm-hmm. s- you know, swarm the place. But they're going to keep going, and then they introduce the rocket sled that pulls the drugs along and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and the guy who just, he's he's a little gassy because of tacos. <sighs> Yeah, I know, right? Uh... This is a very '90s film. There's a Power Rangers reference. There's a uh, uh, Michael Jordan is retired reference. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah. What else is there? Oh, I didn't God, see any I'm slap sure bracelets. No, but, uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of gays in the military things. joke. I didn't hear that at wow. all. But probably a good thing. Um... <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think of <laughs> cultural events from the '90s. <laughs> Um, yeah. This is now, the story has now become not two cops trying to solve a drug bust. It's two broadcasters trying to get to an hour well, <laughs> on oh, this topic. Okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> how How is this a problem for us with these two movies? I don't understand it. I think that they are uncomplicated. If we were going to talk oh. about 12 Years a Slave, we'd be here a while. If we were going to talk about... Uh, you know, something by, um, 
Steve McQueen or something like that, mm-hmm. not that that one, the other one, mm-hmm. uh, we'd be here a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I mean, I it's think an action movie. They're they're good films, and I it's a John John Hughes movie. Yeah, I especially enjoyed Bad Boys. Um, why is this so hard? Um, I. I don't know. It, it's it's funny. I, I like how um, how important things are. Well, to this isn't funny. What? Our, I, yeah. What what isn't funny? I prop- I set the scene, and you're like, yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's a good movie. Uh, it's got a thing and a do. You know, what? what? You have to like accept my my premise, accept the scene, and then you know, add to it. What's the and? So it's like we're trapped. Or like there's, or there there are guns to our heads. Okay. You know. Yeah. Or, or we're the bad boys. When you think about it, and it comes full circle. No, they're not full circle. It's not full circle. What's who are the people that do bad boys? Here we can waste time finishing. I don't know this little thing. <laughs> wow. Um, See, you're not you're not really vamping. You're not. Like, I'm sorry. Vamper either. I don't. These are skills that I need to work on. I guess. Um, open. Why would it be an open circle? What? Inner circle. What is this? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Uh, Will Smith doesn't rap in this movie. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, he and there is no rap song for this movie. The next movie, of course, was the uh, Nelly and the Saint Lunatics mm. uh, doing Shake Your Tail Feather, mm-hmm. and then of course. Bad Boys for Life. I gotta cut him off. This is too much. <laughs> All right, computer. Sorry. We'll be good. That's it for this week. I'll see you, see you on, on a different week. And we'll try to talk about Howard's End or something like that and have more to say. That's it. <laughs>